man, this ain't Monday Night Football. This is the Ring Scoop Podcast. Let's get with it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Ring Scoops, and I'm the webmaster Wade Needham, joined by Mac of all. Mac. It's, what up? It's two nights of WrestleMania. It's two nights of TakeOver. It's two nights of the Ring Scoops podcast. Two for two. And it's not even Tuesday. Gabba no. gabba wee gabba yabba. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I got to say, it's been hmm. a hell of a week so far, and we haven't even gotten to, like, WrestleMania yet. No, we haven't. And and that's really good. That's a really that's a really strong starting point. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about it last night, but just real quick, did you see the Hall of Fame this week? Actually, I did not. Um, I signed up for Peacock. I would say the night before. No, I'm sorry. I'm signed up for Peacock on Wednesday. Okay, the day so, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I signed up, so I didn't get an opportunity. I immediately watched NXT uh, night one. Okay. Uh, real brief, though, I got to say, I, I really like the format they did for the Hall of Fame this year. Um, it's It was very uh, very streamlined. It was quick. It was straight to the point. Um, you know, I, I saw a lot of people on on Twitter, and they were like, oh, I hate the you know, fake crowd sounds, all that crap. Dan, you know, if if – by this time in 2021, if if you're turned off by fake crowd sounds in professional wrestling, then you're not doing professional wrestling right. Because we grew up with fucking canned heat for such a long time. It's just, I don't. Know, to me, it's just normal. Uh, and given the yeah, the, yeah sure. given the circumstances, who cares? The real thing about the Hall of Fame is seeing the inductees go up and talk and and to listen to them. And right, yeah. because I, I promise you, they didn't you know, think that it was tainted in any way because it's a huge honor. Oh yeah, exactly. It's still the same thing for them. I mean, it's just, they don't have a live crowd, but they're still being honored. They're still given time to express themselves and say what they want to say. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But the, uh, the format, the way it was done, I, I absolutely loved both, uh, presentations. They did them back to back. There were 90 minutes each, the 2020 and then the 2021, uh, ceremonies. And, uh, I really, really enjoyed that, and I, I hope they stick to that going forward. Obviously, you know, m- moving forward as well with the live crowd starting next year, moving forward as well. But if they can, if they can stick to that format, Hall of Fame would just be th- one of the best uh, presentations that they'd have all year long. It's, it's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I can't wait to see it. But I heard a lot of great things about it, especially the video package. Oh, so, yeah, their production crew is, is just untouchable. Um, before we went on tonight, I saw a video. It was uh, I'll, I'll send you a link to it later on too, and unless you've already seen it, but it, it's a sneak peek of the WrestleMania 37 stage that Fox 13 and Tampa did with their drone. Yeah, I saw that. I think that they're really going for this pirate theme, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, uh, it should be interesting to see how that look. I mean, because the ship looks like it's way up in the sky. Like, it's very, very high up. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see how that looks um, with the wrestlers coming out with fans there. But 
Um, I, th- I, I, I I dug the look of it. I also dug the they, they had this promo video out of Bobby Lashley training. It was like a hype video they put out earlier today. Ooh, and it was really really good, really really good. I felt like this was a big time like boxing fight. So I I, I like you said the production of WWE is just on another level. Oh yeah, another definitely. Level. Definitely. Um, and one final note before we actually get into our predictions for WrestleMania. I guess it was announced today by Stephanie McMahon that night one will be headlined by Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. They will be the main event, the close for the first night of WrestleMania this year. Any thoughts on that? I disagree. Um, I think that, you know, Drew McIntyre opened his mouth and said that when the fans come back, he wants to be the first one out there. So I kind of feel like they're using that as an excuse to put him as the first, you know, match out there because that's essentially what's going to happen. Yeah. They did that before with Lesnar and um, Seth Rollins, uh, which was a shock. Um, so because when you had a women's main event, so um, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I think that the, the McIntyre and Lashley thing built up perfectly. I think that should be the main event, especially uh, Drew McIntyre didn't have the opportunity to be the main event. And Lashley has never, I guess you can argue that he's been in a main event match before with Battles of the Billionaires. Um, But both of these guys have never been the marquee without any other type of pomp and circumstance. Uh, McIntyre didn't have a crowd. so. I, I think that you should have them on uh, last. I don't think that it's just because there are two female competitors that they go off of. Are you going to steal the show? And is your storyline hot enough for you to go on last? I don't think that both of those boxes are checked. Well, I guess we'll have to just wait until tomorrow night to see what they can do in the ring. Um, I think they're going to be able to put on a good match. Is it going to be main event worthy? Don't know yet, but. Speaking of the card for WrestleMania, let's go ahead and run down uh, the matches for this coming weekend. Night one, let me just run down the cards and then we'll go over them individually. Well, well, real, real fast before you do that. All right. I'll be remiss if I didn't mention about NXT night two. Okay. Yes. Um, NXT night two. Uh, what, what did you think about it? First off, um. I thought night two, as far as a presentation goes, it definitely came off like it was to be the bigger of the two shows. But I'll be honest with you, man. I kind of enjoyed night one better than night two. I 100. 100. You keep um, breaking up there, buddy. Uh, can, you, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. Sorry about that. I 100% agree with you. Okay. Um, I I think that, and this is just me just being honest, not disrespecting anybody or anything like that, but just the pros and cons um, that I have. Uh, the cons, I don't think the women's tag team match was really needed to be on the card um, for the titles, but, you know, you just introduced them, so you kind of have to do it. Um, I don't think the, um, the uh, title match with... Uh, Bronson and 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 I forgot to get guys name. Oh, Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano for the North American title. I don't think that was 
needed. That match fell um, so flat to me, and I was so disappointed that Bronson Reed didn't get the belt. It felt flat. It felt like, you know, they had to put him on it because literally they had three title matches on that card. Yeah. So, as well as a ladder match, an unsanctioned match. So, they really, I think they were smart setting it up where you had to go to Peacock to see this. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think it was flat. I tell you what was surprisingly flat to me was the NXT World Title match. Um, I, I I think they could have did better. I don't I don't I felt like they got there. There were some spots that there was a lot of spots that were missed. I felt like they didn't really. I mean, it was hyped up like this was going to be like a dream match, but I don't know. I I just. You know, Road Dog has been sick, and I know that he's been a producer on a lot of these matches. So I think that night he was sorely missed, but I think that particular match, um, I expected better. What did you think? Uh, I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, I mean, those guys, they, they went out there, they put on an effort. It just didn't seem like didn't it should have been an a NXT title match for a takeover. It it seemed like it should have been for a regular Wednesday night, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and, and that's the best way to put it because it's like, you know, I don't know how they were booking it. And then the ladder match, the ladder match was, you know, I felt like they didn't have a lot of time and they just were more so focused about getting their high spots in. Um, that was the opportunity to really push Devlin and they didn't do it. So, you know what's funny is uh, every time I see Jordan Devlin come out, I always think it, it that that's what you get when you order Finn Balor off of Wish. Right. I mean, it's like it's very, <laughs> it's very. You know, when they were advertising it, it was like the battle of the countries in the latter match, and it just, I just, I, I, I didn't, I, I don't like when he won the when he won the cruiserweight title. It was very shocking how he won it. I don't think anybody expected him to win. Yeah. Um, then, the, then the pandemic happened, and you kind of have to, you know, close the loop on him. But I mean, we we didn't really need to have this match. Um, I know they wanted to do it, but didn't we didn't really need it? If you have Shawn Michaels coming out and giving you two a ladder, and you guys, they've had better better ladder matches on NXT. Oh yeah. Um, than that, I thought that was lackluster. And then finally, the unsanctioned match. Um. It was very long. Um, it just reminded me of the criticism that Edge and Orton got last year. Yeah. Uh, with their match. It was very long. How long can you beat the crap out of us? Yep, exactly. I, I feel like Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly died. Because <laughs> it's like he took every major bump that you can possibly think of, including the bump that quote-unquote hospitalized him. The brain buster bump uh, on the steel steps. But somehow he still won. And I just think it could have been booked better. I think it was too long. I felt like they like really wanted Adam Cole to look strong, even though he was going to, to lose. I just, I don't know. What did you think of that unsanctioned match? I know, I'm, I 100% agree. I had the same feelings for this match as I did with the, uh, the War Games match back at Survivor Series at their takeover for that. It's just... You know, I, I I love Adam Cole. I'm a big Adam Cole fan. Love Kyle O'Reilly, but this match was just your typical Adam Cole NXT main event. 
it's it's a it's a formula that they follow where it goes too long. There are way too many false finishes. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's very tiring. It's exhausting to watch. I'm not trying to take anything away from these guys because they could do a hundred million times more than what I could even dream of doing. But right. from a viewer, there's just a, a certain point where like I just got to kind of turn my head and say, "Damn, I'm done, man." You got you know you guys just you lost me, and they they did that unfortunately, and they've done that quite a few times in the past. Yeah, I was lost, and it it just wasn't um, it just wasn't my cup of tea. But overall, uh, night one was better to me. the The match of the year candidate thus far is is Walter Ch- uh, we're early in the year, but you got to make sure you put that on the list when you're talking about when we get to the end of year, end of the year, a match of the year candidates. And it's crazy that the Walter Ciampa match, I felt like that was more violent and physical than the latter match or the unsanctioned just because of the storytelling. If Walter broke the announce table with a chop. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> great, great storytelling. This is a great overall match, but um, I don't know where else to go with this. I really don't. Um, I'm thinking that you're going to have to maybe call up um, Adam Cole. Yeah. Because where else do you go? But that was NXT, man. I mean, everyone's tuning in to get our wrestling. This is what happened last show. So let's let's get to the WrestleMania. All righty. Uh, real quick, the rundown of the card for night one. We have got ourselves a tag team turmoil match where the winners receive a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship at night two. And the participants in this match are going to be Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, the Riot Squad, and Natalya and Tamina. We've also got a singles match with Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Got a steel cage match, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Got a tag team title match, raw tag team titles on the line. The New Day defend against AJ Styles and Omos. Got another regular tag team match. I guess I thought this was a singles match. I guess they turned it into a tag match. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. That was supposed yeah, to be Miz versus Bad Bunny, but. Yeah, they changed that on, uh, on Raw. I must have missed that. Yeah. Uh, singles match for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley. With MVP, defends against Drew McIntyre. And the singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks defends against Bianca Belair. And then for night two, we've got ourselves Women's Tag Team Championship match. Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler defending against the winners of the Tag Team Turmoil match. We've got Riddle defending the United States Championship against Sheamus. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul in Sami's corner. We've got a Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental oh. Championship. Big E defends against Apollo Crews. We've got The Fiend with Alexa Bliss, who is Ring Scoops' best friend right now, against Randy Orton. we got the Raw Women's Championship match, Asuka defending against Rhea Ripley. And a triple threat match for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, the head of the table, the Tribal Chief with Paul Heyman, defends against Edge and Daniel Bryan. Whew. That was a mouthful. Yes. But that's what we do. <laughs> All right. 
Tag Team Tormoil match. Uh, night one here. We got uh, Lana, Naomi versus Dana, and Mandy Rose versus Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina. I don't really have much investment into this. I, I, You know what? It's probably going to be the Riot Squad winning. I don't care. Um, <laughs> the women's tag division, like, you've painted your – you've put yourself into a corner uh, where it's not competitive. So – um, I guess if I'm going to pick someone, I think I'm going to go with uh, maybe Tamina and Natalia. Okay. All righty. Uh, we've got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Any thoughts um, on that one? I think that's uh, Cesaro written all over it. Yeah, you, you know, know what? I'm with you on that. I think Seth will be happy to do the job for him. Um, deserves a, a a good moment. The only moment he's had is the Andre, uh, the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which the crowd popped when he won. So, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And uh, speaking of that match, um, usually that's a WrestleMania match, but it's going to be taking place tonight on SmackDown. And for those uh, wondering when we're recording this, we're recording this on Friday, April 9th. It is 3.19 p.m. Pacific time. SmackDown is an hour and a half away. And that's the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal taking place on that. Um, okay, so, yeah, we're both in agreement. Cesaro's got this match, right? Yes. All right. Steel cage match. And I'm a sucker for a steel cage match. I just don't like the participants. But, yeah, oh, well. <laughs> Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. I'll tell you this, Mac, as as ridiculous as this storyline has been, as ridiculous as the sound effects for the Strowman Express, choo, choo, it's, like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's just something about the simplicity of the back and forth verbal exchange between Shane and Braun, or really lack of, uh, that has just got me chuckling to a point where like, I'm a little intrigued. Shane McMahon keeps calling Braun a, an idiot. He's stupid. Then you got the heavy breathing. Well, I don't know if you saw it on the latest Botchamania where they took all the heavy breathing and put together and made their own little ASMR video of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know. What do you think about this match? I think Shane's going to win um, because they... Strowman's going to beat him up pretty bad, but I think Shane's going to win um, only because they want to put some legs to this thing. And I think they feel that Shane can take Strowman to the next level. So, I I mean, I, I guess I'm in the minority here, but wasn't he not allowed to wrestle anymore because Ooh. of the Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens storyline? Shane? Yeah. I don't remember. When was the last yeah, time remember, Shane had a match? Well, against Kevin Owens. And remember, the stipulation was like, if he, if, if Kevin Owens wins, then Shane can't wrestle him. The whole storyline was about, the whole storyline was about how Kevin Owens was tired of Shane taking everyone's television time. Okay. Oh, yeah, you know what? That's right. That was, um, that was uh, the 20th anniversary of SmackDown, right? I don't know when they had the match, but they definitely had the match, and I thought that he wasn't allowed to wrestle. 
Yeah, the 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 ladder match. Was it a ladder match? Yeah. Whatever yeah. whatever whatever the case is, like the whole the whole thing was that he was not supposed to be able to wrestle. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's what it was. Is uh, it was a ladder match on the 20th anniversary of SmackDown, and and Shane he lost, and he he was fired, and he was gone until uh, until August when they did Raw Underground. Yeah, I I just I, just, I heard I a rumor know. that I, they might bring Raw Underground back. I hope they do. It's needed. I thought it was fun. Um, that Daba Koto guy. You know that would be cool if Daba Koto. Or Kato, whatever his name was, if he's the one, like if we see him at WrestleMania, and he's the one that caused Strowman, because that would be a lot of back story. Yeah, because remember they had that big fight at Raw Underground, which they really hyped up, and I was really ready to see that fight, and Strowman won. So that would be cool that he, you know, he gets his one up on the grandest stage of them all. But Shane's gonna win, I think. What, what do you think? Who do you think's gonna win? You know it. Uh... I like I like what you just said right there. If, if they bring that dude in, uh, that's it's already built in because of the history there. Um, I honestly wasn't thinking Shane was going to win. I th- I, I think I, I'm going to go with Braun on this one. Um, I neither of these guys like Shane doesn't need the win because obviously there's no future for Shane to do anything. Braun needs it more than Shane, but at the same time, he doesn't even need this match. It, it would have been a lot better if they would have brought in. Kodo and built up for Braun versus Kodo in a raw underground steel cage match with, Ooh. you know, with maybe Shane in a shark cage above it or something, you know, and Braun gets a hold of Shane after the match. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a better blow off. I think because you got two guys that can actually go. I mean, not to say that Shane can't go. I should have probably used a different phrasing on that, but you know, like two actual wrestlers. Yeah, I mean Shane can he can he can go pretty good, but I mean he's not you know he's had enough matches to call himself a wrestler, but has he had enough five star matches to call himself a great wrestler? That's where a debate would come in at. I would say no, but um, yeah, I mean it, it it ought to be intriguing. That's very that's a very intriguing sleeper match. And Shane, you know, when it comes to WrestleMania, I can't think of one time he hasn't produced. Uh, that's true. That is very true. All right, so you got Shane, I got Braun. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Raw Tag Team title match. Got the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. And there's, you know, there's a lot of heat online. Everybody's saying this is a waste of AJ Styles. I don't think it is. Hey, it, it, there's no such thing as wasting AJ at this point because he, he's been with the company for five years now. In that five years, just that run alone has been a Hall of Fame career, let alone the stuff he's right. done outside of WWE before that. Right. AJ is at a point, this guy could do whatever the hell he wants, and he should be okay with it. And he's a smart business guy. This match is is designed to get almost over. Yeah, and I, I understand what they're saying in terms of like, because last year he was facing Undertaker. So for him to go from the Undertaker to a, a tag match against a guy that's never been on WWE television in the ring before is kind of like a a demotion in a way, I guess you can. So 
don't know. At the end of the day, at at the end of the day, like I, you know, who I think is going to win is AJ and, and all, all, almost because I mean, obviously, you can't have a guy debut and he loses on his debut. That never really happens because the last person that debuted at WrestleMania was uh, Fandango. Yeah, yeah. So wonder, and he won. Yeah, so and I wonder what happened to his opponent. I haven't seen him in, on TV in a while. Yeah, he was a good. He was a good hand. It was, man. He didn't make the list, I guess. I, I guess not. I guess not. But I'm, I, uh, AJ, and almost they, they got this. Especially, I mean, they like, really like, need to. They, they, I'm, I'm sorry. They really need to explore too about breaking up the new day after this because this is, is it's. <sighs> Biggie's kind of moved on. This new day act is kind of stale, so maybe it's time. You know, I, I would love to see like Coffee Kingston or or um, um, Xavier. See, I forgot his freaking. I forgot his name. Xavier Woods. Xavier Xavier Woods pop up on NXT and then and then challenge Carrion uh, Cross. I was about we'll to say the that. same thing, man. I think Xavier Woods would flourish over on NXT. Yeah, like make a name for himself as Xavier Woods, but it's like I, I think the New Day Act has kind of ran its course, and we need to make these guys singles, and then down the line bring them back together. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, man. We're on the same page on that one for sure. All right, uh, next match is a uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. There's no way a celebrity is going to lose at WrestleMania. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I think that um, the Miz is going to win. Ooh, okay. His team's going to win because you got to think about what they did to this guy. He's a world champion for like a day, yeah. <laughs> and then like they had a meme online, like, uh, you know, when they showed him with the world title, and then they showed him in a bunny suit. So, I think he's going to beat. You know, Bad Bunny's going to make a good... Because Bad Bunny, he's he's a big... I think people take for granted how big of a star he is. He's a very big international star. Yeah. Very, very big. He's been on Monday Night Raw like every single week. Yeah, just since about. Since the Rumble. Since the Rumble. Like every single week. So I think he wants to do further business with the WWE. I think he's enjoying himself. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that this is an opportunity because, you know, this is a live crowd. So the live crowd is going to, you know, completely crap over a celebrity. That always happens. And they love The Miz. The Miz is going to get a huge pop. So I think The Miz is going to win. And they'll have like some type of post-match shenanigans or something. Kind of like when Jericho um, had that match against all the legends. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, out came uh, what's the guy's name uh, Mickey Rourke from the yep. crowd, and then he got punched and knocked out. So even though Jericho won the match, he didn't win the quote unquote war. So I think something like that may happen. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so you're going with Miz and Morrison. Yes. All right. Um, I'm still gonna go with Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. I just I can't see. Because one, it's a celebrity involvement. And second, Damian Priest is a guy that, that's a Vince McMahon guy right there. And it's his first WrestleMania. 
I just can't see anybody on that side taking the loss unless something really bad happens, like a huge bump. Yeah, I think Bad Bunny is going to take the fall. I think he'll do like a quick roll-up, some type of – remember how when when Angle faced Daniel Pewter? (laughs) And then he like – like, you know, it was a shoot at first, and then he, like, did, like, some pinning combination I've never seen and haven't seen since <laughs> to him. Yeah. yeah. To, to Yeah, I think it would be something like that because he's not a quote-unquote wrestler, Bad Bunny. Yeah. So if you put him in a wrestling move like that, then, he'll, you know, that's what I think. All righty. Um, we got two more matches here for night one. Uh, and it's just now been confirmed that the opening match for night one will indeed be Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, wow. That's this breaking news. I did not know about that. Yeah. So I assumed it, but I didn't know about it. Well, now we know what's going to be bookending night one. And, uh, well, that's our next match that we're going to talk about here. Bobby Lashley versus, uh, Drew McIntyre. Any thoughts on that one? Um, that's see. This is the type of match that you want at WrestleMania because you have no idea who's going to win. Yeah. Um, I have. I'm going to pick who I want to win. I want Bobby Lashley to win. Only because when you in the business, more money is made when the babyface chases the heel. McIntyre is already a made man. But we have not seen Bobby Lashley get his his quote unquote flowers. So we need to give this man his flowers because he's he's you know he's been there. They just decided to push McIntyre, and they already anointed him years ago as the chosen one. Bobby Lashley had to you know he he when the battle of the billionaires remember it was never supposed to be him. It was always supposed to be Hogan. That's right. I remember it's supposed to be that. Hogan. Yeah, it was supposed to be Hogan against Umaga. It was never supposed to be him. So I just think that, you know, if we're building, if we're trying to make him a legitimate competitor, we can't put him in his first big title match and he loses. So I'm going to go with Lashley. I want Lashley to win too. I'm just afraid that they're going to put the belt back on Drew because there's a live audience and this is like everything about this WrestleMania is like hitting reset from last year. And yeah. they took the belt off of drew heading into this. And I feel like they did that so he can win the title in front of a live crowd on a WrestleMania stage. And yeah, that is, that is a big, that is a big factor. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Brock didn't want to work this year. So what's the next thing they do? They give it to a guy that looks like Brock Lesnar and that's Bobby Lashley. They did a fantastic job building him in, in such a short amount of time. Oh, absolutely. Um, because, you know, he was, mind you, the same pay-per-view that um, Miz cashed in is the same pay-per-view that lastly lost his title, the U.S. Championship. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I just... I would love to see Lashley win McIntyre go and do something else for a minute and um, have Lashley feud with Keith Lee. I think that, those matches would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. But we just have to, you know, that, that's that's my thoughts. I, I just, 
maybe Drew can go on at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view and win the Money in the Bank briefcase and then specifically say, you know what, I want to cash this in at like SummerSlam or something. Right, build it up for the big rematch and then you can, because I'm very sure they'll have fans for SummerSlam. I'm sure there'll be more fans uh, at SummerSlam because of everything being relaxed yeah, in the uh, world. Imagine, imagine these viruses. This. Imagine this, though. Okay, so Lashley wins. Drew goes on, gets money in the bank. But Drew, when he announces, I want this at a big stage SummerSlam, and I want you, Bobby. I don't want anyone else. So I'm going to take a vested interest to make sure that you hold on to that belt until then. And Drew helps Bobby Lashley along the way in certain points. Because Drew doesn't yeah, want to take on would... anyone else. He wants he wants Bobby. I think that would be great. I think that would be great. I think that would be great. I think that would be a great match if they did something like that. Yeah. 100%. All right, now we got our main event for night one. We got Sasha Banks defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Bianca Belair, the Royal Rumble winner. And that was a great Royal Rumble this year, the women's. I think it was. I agree. I think it was the best one they've had. Mm-hmm. I think I agree. I think it was very, very well put together. It kind of sucks that it didn't close out the the Rumble pay per view though. I think that would have been a better one to close out with. Yeah, I, I was surprised Edge won, but the, the Rumble was really designed for the new up and comer. So Bianca winning it. You know, that was kind of like an old school rumble feel like, okay, now you go to the next level type thing. Yeah. So I, I dig it. Um, a lot of emotion I was gonna... behind it too. I loved it when they showed the videos of like her parents reacting to her win and everything. Yeah. If, if, if I was going to pick, I mean, this obviously Vince always likes to have a, you know, a feel good ending. So that's part of the reason why I think Lashley's going to win at the top of the show. And Bianca's going to win at the end of the show because that's the feel-good ending that I think people are wanting is Bianca Belair to win. So um, I'm going to have to say Bianca Belair for, for that match. Yeah, I uh, 100%, man. Bianca Belair, she's been on a roll. She won the Rumble. They really built up who she's going to pick, if she's going to pick Asuka or Sasha Banks. And, I, I, I mean, the build from her picking Sasha up until right now really hasn't been, like, the strongest. But no. they are going to put on a good match. I mean, these women can go in the ring. Yeah, Bianca Belair is incredibly strong yeah. um, and athletic. So I think it will be a very good match. Um, she's put on great matches before for NXT for the, the NXT Women's Championship. Um, so she in in front of big crowds at you know during takeovers. So I, I think that Bianca, she's the, she's going to do it. She's going to it's going to be a good match. I, it, it just we have to see who's going to steal the show. Yeah, I don't want it to be bad. I put it like that. I want it to be great. I want it to shut everybody up. I wanted to put the women's division back on the map. I want all that stuff to happen. But if it does not happen, then it's going to be a hard time convincing Vince to do this for a third time with female competitors, unfortunately. Well, there's two things they're going to have to compare this this match to. Two things. One is Mm -hmm. the normal regular bar that's been set. Is this 
worthy of closing out WrestleMania. And then the second one, they're going to have to compare this to the triple threat match from a few years ago because that's the only other women's match that has ever headlined WrestleMania. So that's your bar right now. Will this match be better than that match? I would think so because, I mean, that match wasn't really good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It had had name value, but this one's got more like in-ring star power. it It had a better build. Oh yeah, I love so, the build for that. Especially when, like, when they when they put Ronda in the cop car, and she was like smashing the window open and everything. Like, that was yeah. amazing. They had a better build, so It'd be interesting. All right, night two, uh, open up uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler defending the the women's tag team championship against the winner of the the winners of the tag team turmoil match. I don't see a Nia, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler losing the straps. Um, I do, and the only reason I do is because they put themselves in a corner with the women's tag division, so they need to do something different. So, um, whoever wins, I think they'll pick it up because they just need to do something different. It's, it's. I really wouldn't like if there was a surprise entry and if the Iconics somehow reunited at Mania. You know, like maybe Carmella gets injured or something. That that would be dope. They did that. The Iconics came back and then they beat them with the tag titles. I'll tell you what would be a, just, what would be a surprise and a huge pop, in my opinion, if they did something like that, like a surprise for the turmoil match. Can you imagine what? Imagine the reaction if it was Velvet Sky and Angelina Love making their WWE debut together. That would be great. The beautiful that would be people. great. Yeah, it's just they they put themselves in a corner. They've beaten everybody. They put teams together and they beat those teams. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Naomi and um, uh, I want to say Oscar. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Naomi and um, Lana. Lana, thank you. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. Okay. Alrighty. Um, we got the U.S. title match: Riddle versus Sheamus. <laughs> this is gonna. This is interesting because we all know how Vince loves Seamus but at the same time like with what they're doing with Riddle is definitely something that Vince really loves but at the same time he keeps screwing up like he forgets his lines they just straight up make fun of him like remember years ago when I had Tin Man doing the Raw reviews and it just Uh became such a comedic thing that like I just started just having fun with it, just rolling with it. Any anything that Tin Man screwed up with, I magnified it and it seems like that's what they're doing with Riddle like he screwed up one time and now everything is just magnified I think Sheamus has put on a lot of good matches uh, during the last few months. His character is, you know, you got to make his character believable. So at some point, so I, you know, I think that Sheamus will win. I think, I think Riddle has got this one. Um, Sheamus, I think would make a better champion, but I think just, they're they're kind of on, on the youth thing right now, and Riddle I think has more stretch with the title belt. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset if he if he if he won the the you know kept the title hasn't really been that long of a run, and then you know maybe maybe it's the opposite. Maybe Sheamus needs to maybe Sheamus him being Sheamus is that legitimate victory that he needs. 
because they're trying to really push that he's a tough guy when he gets to the ring, you know? So yeah. um, he's all lackadaisical, but when he gets in the ring, oh, man, he has a mean streak. He's this, he's that. So maybe Sheamus is the guy, but I'm, I'm still going to stick with Sheamus. All right. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. These two guys getting their, their big one-on-one match finally at WrestleMania against each other. Long-term story building here between these guys in the last 20 years. Which they didn't really even use any of that history. No. Surprisingly. Yeah. I gotta um, say, I, lo- I lost my shit last week on SmackDown when Sami Zayn came out dressed up like David Lee Roth, man, just dancing around and stuff. Yeah, this this uh, gimmick that Sammy has is great. I love what it's evolved into. Um, I absolutely, positively, 100,000% am not a fan of Logan Paul or the Pauls, period. Same here. I, don't, I, I can't stand it. Um, it's, it's either you love them or you hate them. There's no gray area with these guys. And I remember they had a behind the scenes, like, you know, YouTube exclusive and Sami Zayn showed up to where Logan Paul was training. And then there was his, his brother, Jake Paul training with him. I said, Oh my God. So we're going to have Jake Paul too. (laughs) So it's like, I'm not and I'm the match doesn't need any of the Paul brothers. I think maybe if you included them in that tag match with bad bunny somehow, then, you know, cool all the superstars celebrities and one thing but match wise um i think kevin owens is going to want to do the job for his friend his i friend think so never too. had a he's never had a wrestlemania moment kevin had his wrestlemania moment last year um so yeah i i think that he's been a job to sammy because really whenever they face each other he always gets the one up on sammy yeah. so i think it's time that you know, Sammy gets the one up on him. And I will say this, that before the night is over, we'll definitely see a, a stunner to Logan Paul. So I will definitely say that. But as far as everything else is concerned, like, yeah, I, I really, I, I think Sammy's going to win this one. I'm with you on that. I think it's, it's deserving to give Sammy Zayn a big WrestleMania win like this. And like you said, Kevin Owens, not only as he had like his moment last year, but he's had some prominent WrestleMania matches in the last couple of years. Like he, he's never, never really took on like any jokes at WrestleMania. And of course, every year they've got his new t-shirt, you know, KO mania. And it's, right, yeah. you know, redoing every old, you know, WrestleMania logo of the past. I think what this is five, right? So it's like the mega powers collide, which is ironic because he's taking on his best friend. Yeah. Which I wonder what next year's will be then six. Cause it's going to have to be a playoff of uh Hogan and warrior. So maybe we'll get Kevin Owens versus Steve Austin. No, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Sammy Zan on that one as well. Um, all right. Up next. I know this is a match that the DA is going to be very, invested in the Nigerian drum fight for the intercontinental <laughs> championship. And I, I also know that there's going to be, there's going to be some guy over on another website. That's probably going to go do some other stuff during this match. Cause he doesn't like seeing these guys on TV, but big E defended sure. the intercontinental title against Apollo Cruz. I dude, I don't know about you, man. I Apollo needs this. I don't like the, I, I just don't like it. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is great. Listen, 
you know, as a black man, you know, there are there are more than just stereotypes that we possess. Not everybody black is from Nigeria or Africa. Not everyone black is a rapper or a thug. And as much as like I dislike the New Day because I feel like they're a stereotype of what we would call back in the day coons. Um, it is a different flavor to black folks because originally they were supposed to be preachers, street preachers. Yeah. So I don't know why we had to go this down this road and then not only that give him an accent. I don't I don't get it. Um, then push comes to shove. Now we have a Nigerian drum fight. I can already tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be a bunch of dudes in African garb around the ring playing the drums as they're wrestling. Book it. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And Big E said that he doesn't even know what it is. I don't even know when they named this match. I found out about this by accident. <laughs> how, do you, how do you find out about it by accident? Like how that happened? I wasn't even trying to find anything wrestling related. And then a story pops up on my phone about the Nigerian drum. I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> Like, this is so... Ah, and I think Apollo needs to win it because they're trying to really push this character. I don't like it. He was fine being Apollo Crews. He could just be Apollo Crews as a heel. Maybe Apollo Crews that's narcissistic. Maybe Apollo Crews that um, is, 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 has a mean streak and snap. We don't have to go down this road. So, I pick Apollo. I don't, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I'm picking you said Apollo. Apollo. Yeah, yeah, he, he needs it. I, yeah, he needs it. I've been a big fan of his for for a long time. Um, I think he's a very underutilized talent. This guy, this guy should be like main eventing by now. He really should. Well, if Vince likes this gimmick, then I'm sure he will be. But it's it's just sad that we have to do this. Um, just like every Samoan is from the island and stuff. Like we don't <laughs> come on, guys. Yeah, no. You know, I wrote a paper about this similar, you know, subject matter a few years back, uh, doing my undergrad um, about. Uh, there, there's a term. There's a, a scholar, Edward Said. He had a, a, a book that he wrote in the '70s called Orientalism, and it was about how Middle Eastern and Asian uh, societies are looked down upon by Western societies as you know barbaric uneducated you know just down and dirty kind of stuff and i wrote a paper correlating that with wrestling you know a lot of characters mm-hmm. from the middle east you know are pushed that way jinder mahal was pushed that way yoko zuna was pushed that way uh they had the orient express uh umaga the wild samoans and the same thing here with you know apollo cruz and whatnot it's just the whole stereotypical Kamala. thing Yes, yes, exactly. You know, it's just the Sultan. Yeah, there's so many different characters. 
on the indie circuit, you've witnessed it. I've witnessed it. How many times they bring in the foreign character at the VFW posts, right? To go up against the yeah. all American, you know, because that's their audience. Yeah, the good old boy, the blonde hair, blue eyed hero. Yeah. Yeah. It happened down here with working for, uh, you know, for EWF, the Prince Rossi Najjar. Yeah. Well, we need to move past the 1960s when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> exactly. I, I totally agree yeah. with you on that. Because it's just ironic that the one rapper that they have that they put over on the WWE was a white guy named John Cena. <laughs> we had another guy that named R-Truth who was a legitimate backup dancer for MC Hammer and Tupac. But he's ro rolling around like he is mentally retarded. Yeah. Ain't but right. that's another show. That's another show. That's we, another should, show. We, no, we should definitely do a show on this whole topic. No, I'm with it. It's just, it's just, it just irritates me to know in that, you know, we, even with AEW, like private party. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like we, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that on another show and keep the momentum going. Moving along here. Uh, the fiend with Alexa bliss versus Randy Orton. Finally the blow off. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't get me I don't, wrong. I don't, I've, I've enjoyed, for the most part, stuff that has gone on in the last couple of weeks with this, but it needs to end. I'm tired of it. I don't. I, I. I never really was a fan of it because it's hard as a man, you know, dealing with a, a six four, six two man. I think he's more than six four. I think dealing yeah. with what a five one woman. Mm -hmm. Like. <sighs> It didn't work for me. Um, I didn't like when the Fiend came back. We have this, you know, this post Battlestar Galactica melted <laughs> edition version of this guy who I guess can't talk anymore. Um, That's all right. Yeah, at one point, Kane wasn't able to talk anymore either, but then we saw how that, you know, evolved. Yeah, one of his first, you know, words were, suck it, but hey. <laughs> so. Well, who do you got in the match? Uh, the Fiend. Yeah. yeah. There's no way the Fiend's going to lose after the, the big comeback. All right. Moving on. Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka defending against Rhea Ripley. This has potential to be a really solid match if, if they give them enough time to be able to go. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Um, I think Rhea Ripley's going to win because they, whoever does her theme music is playing her out to the ring. So Really now? Well, you know what? She needs her win back from last year, too. She should have beat Charlotte last year. Well, he, she, was, she was primed to go. She should have beat Charlotte last year, and, and, and um, Shayna Baszler should have beat uh, um, Becky Lynch last year. Yes, absolutely. So these were two prime, you know, things that should have been done, and that's why the women's division is is lackluster. Well, hopefully they get things right this year. I'm pulling for Rhea Ripley. I, as much as I love Oscar, uh, her run has has come to an end. Rhea Ripley, it's time for her to get it, and it's time for her to dominate. 
And maybe at SummerSlam, yeah. they could build up towards Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley. Yeah, it's just, you know, the woman comes and makes her debut and then immediately, like, immediately gets the title match. I, nah. Well, it's better okay. than debuting and getting the title. Like, uh, what's her name, did? Gail Kim? You're talking about... Remember I thought she, you were going to talk about. I thought you were talking about Paige or AJ Lee or something like that. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, the Paige thing, you can you can make an argument that you know she had a run on NXT before that. Gail Kim literally debuted on Raw and won the title with no other her? no other background on WWE television. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but oh well. So. Yeah, I think we're, what, we both got Rhea? Yeah. All right. Main event time for night two. And then this better fucking close the show out. If it doesn't, Vince is out no, of his I think mind. I think you, it, <laughs> this one will. <laughs> yeah. Triple threat match for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defending against Edge and Daniel Bryan. What are your thoughts on all those memes going around about Daniel Bryan being inserted in all the matches in history? I think this is a testament to the fact that Edge can't really go right now. Yeah. Um, if you saw the match that he had with Jimmy Uso, um, it was not that great. The match that he had on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, Fortunately, I didn't get. I didn't see it. I saw the Daniel Bryan one with Uso. Well, I'm talking about the Edge match that he had. Um, you know, Edge definitely. You know, the match that he had with Orton was very, very good, but again, it was edited. Yeah. And they ran basically the match back-to-back. Back. That's how Edge got hurt, um, the second taping of it. Um, Edge has, just, has it, aged so much in the last year, too. Yeah, and I know Vince didn't like... That was a rumor that Vince didn't like the way that he looked. Um, so... Roman Reigns is incredibly hot right now. It would be stupid to take the title off of him for any reason, even in the triple threat match. So I think we have the feel-good moment. Because if you notice, a lot of the people that I picked for this second night are heels. Yeah. So I think that that we have our feel-good moments on the first night. And the second night, you know, if you think about it, it's really not... I think there's more of a card on the first night than the second night to me. Um, but, I mean, we'll see. But I just, you know, Reigns wins. Um, there's no reason whatsoever on God's green earth to have Daniel Bryan win this thing. Um, I think that if you have Edge against Daniel Bryan, as the feud moving forward and Roman Reigns moves on to something else, then you can have Edge Daniel Bryan for a few pay-per-views. I really think that. Um, I don't you know where you move them in Roman. Money in the bank too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where you would move Roman to, but you just can't take the strap off. It's too hot. He's, 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 he's going to get a huge pop. Yeah. Huge pop. 
because this is what the Roman Reigns people have been waiting for. He's going to get a huge pop. So I, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. What do you think? Yeah, I would love for Roman Reigns to win the match. I just don't see it happening. I, I really do see them giving it to Edge. Um, because they're in a situation now where Edge has been cleared. Edge is coming back. Um, you know, he had the setback from last year, but he's back. He's been able to maintain himself so far this year since being back since Rumble. And I think they're going to try to milk it as much as they can before anything could even ruin it. So I, and I'm not saying that Edge is going to have like this long, spectacular title run either. Just give him his WrestleMania win. He has a belt. He has it for a little while. He drops it the way he wants to drop it. And he has the send-off that he wants instead of the send-off that they were forced to give him 10 years Oh, yeah. Well, he's... Yeah, he he's signed for a few years, so I think, um, you know he's 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 not going to fade off into the sunset. No, uh, this this year at all. Um, I think what will happen is if Roman does lose, um, it's going to be because of Daniel Bryan to protect him. Yeah, like Reigns cannot be pinned. Oh if yeah, he's no, going to lose. Yeah, Roman's not going out anywhere near being a clean victory. That's but usually think, the reason why they do triple threat matches, right? Yeah, I think it's one of two ways it can go. Like, you know, Edge loses the match because of Daniel Bryan. Like, he pinned Daniel Bryan. Or Roman loses the match because Edge pins Daniel Bryan. Like, Daniel Bryan is there to be the sacrificial lamb for somebody. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of SummerSlam 99. Because my brother and I, my brother Anthony and I, we watched that pay-per-view, and I remember, like, he, he was like, dude, Stone Cold's going to win. And I'm like, nah, man, um, Triple H is going to win. The Shadow Man says so. And we, we made a, a $5 bet with each other. And you remember who won that match, right? No. Mankind. We're oh, over is here, that the... <laughs> we're over here saying that Daniel Bryan's not going to win this thing. Imagine if he wins. Like we're we're gonna be kicking in our TV sets, probably. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give it to him. Um, I just think he's there basically to help pace the match. Yeah. Um, because Edge, I'm not saying he can't go, but he may have some ring rust, and that's his first. This is Edge's first match in years in front of somebody. I'm not talking about the Royal Rumble. Because Royal Rumble, that's easy if you're a wrestler. Yeah. But I'm talking about a first 30-minute bell-to-bell match in front of a crowd. That's true. So, at a WrestleMania. Yeah. Because if Edge doesn't look good, then that's going to really damage their investment. So... And if Edge wins and then, you know, fuse with with Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan can make him look like a million bucks. So, oh, absolutely. It, it, and I'm not saying that Reigns can't. It's just there's too much of the same type of wrestler. Mm-hmm. You know, Orton and Edge they put on a great match, but they're the same type of wrestler. And it's going to take you know. Those when you have two guys that are like minded in terms of styles, 
the way the match becomes great is becomes lengthy. And you see them pulling out moves that they never really do because it's the same type of guy. When you have a big guy against a small guy, and I think we talked about that. Yeah. Um, then that's what makes a match better in my when the styles are different. 100%. 100%. So all in all, dust settles, you, you're picking Roman. I'm picking Roman. All right. As much as I want Roman, I'm picking Edge. So that's that's it. That's our predictions for nights one and two for WrestleMania. Yes. Um, should be interesting. Sometime in this next week or so, if we both got time, we should do our analysis of WrestleMania after the fact. I would love to. I would love to. I would love to see um, if we were right. Should be interesting. All right, Mac, before we head out, any uh, final words, plugs, shout-outs, anything? Uh, check me out on The Sean Show. Um, I am putting up an episode as we speak uh, where I go in depth on the NXT uh, Stand and Deliver Night 1 and Night 2. So um, take a listen, take a look. Uh, look me up on YouTube. Uh, that is The Sean Show. That is the black cartoon-looking guy. Uh, go ahead and click that and subscribe. All right. And uh, also, you guys can get uh, the link to Mac's YouTube channel over on ringscoops.com. Click on the staff page or the crew page. Read his bio. At the very end is a link. Click that. It goes right to his YouTube channel as well. And subscribe and hit that bell notification so you guys get notified when new videos go up on The Sean Show. For sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, check out Ring Scoops across social media. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, all that good stuff, man. At Ring Scoops. We're also anchor.fm slash Ring Scoops for all the podcasts. Twitch.tv slash Ring Scoops for live feeds, which we're going to be starting up again. At a, at a bad week and a half, health issues, a lot better. I promise, live streams, more in the future. And uh, that ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ring Scoops for all your gear as well. So, Mac, thank you so much, man. Uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, the Webmaster Wade Needham saying thank you, good night, and be cool. <laughs>